Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I am Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and I am always excited to be with you on a Sunday morning here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. We're on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8. We talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church and what God is doing and I tell you what, it's glorious. God is really up to some wonderful things in this day and age. And of course, uh, I thank God for that. This is show number 713 today. That's a lot of talk over a lot of years. And that reminds me that if you are involved in Christian ministry, I'd love to have you as a guest on the show. All you got to do is call me, 567-1703 on my cell phone, and we'll set up a time for to pre-record the show. And I'd love to hear from you out there. Do have a few rules. We don't talk sports or politics. We don't talk doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And that has served us very, very well over these years. And I am excited to have with us here in the studio Alice Palmer, and she is the executive director of Wisdom Wellspring. And if I said any of that wrong, correct me. But Sister Alice, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jack. I'm excited to be here, and I really appreciate the opportunity to tell your listeners about God's vision and my passion, which is Wisdom's Wellspring. That's what we're all about here. We're all about passion. I love people to come and just share their passion with us. Now, Wisdom Wellspring is a ministry that you uh, founded, and I and we've talked just a little bit before we got on the air, and I know that this is very much a God thing. But first of all, tell us what the ministry is. Wisdom's Wellspring is a ministry for young women between the ages of 18 and 30. These are young women who have a lot of potential, um, but who are at high risk for homelessness, abusive relationships, making desperate decisions because they're in desperate circumstances. So what we offer is a residence and a two-year program where these young women, first and foremost, get a foundation in Christ, uh, learn holy and wholesome living habits, get connected to education and training, mentoring, so that they can fulfill their potential in Christ and become the young women God intends for them to be. One of our guiding scriptures is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, Wonderful. declares the Lord, plans to prosper and not to harm you. Amen. Plans like to give you hope and a future. Okay. And so that's what we're all about is giving hope and giving that foundation in Christ so that these young women learn confidence, uh, learn how to live financially independent, uh, but learn what it means to be a part of a community because they live in community. Right. And part of our program also requires that they volunteer somewhere. So we want them to become community leaders mm-hmm. when they leave Wisdom's Wellspring. So it's not just about them. Okay. It's all about their learning what it means to be a disciple of Christ and to give back to the community. Okay. Now, now, how old is, is the ministry now? 
Um, the ministry was founded in 2011. Okay. Uh, the it was a it was a vision, it was a hope and a dream, um, and uh, it came to me while I was in seminary at Asbury Theological Seminary, and uh, struggling with what my ministry might be. I am an ordained Methodist minister. Um, and so uh, after completing my seminary studies and educating myself about not-for-profits, um, a board of directors was formed, and then we spent time getting everything in place, um, our articles of incorporation, all the, oh, le- all the, le- all the legal stuff you, you got to do, <laughs> right. uh, and then the fundraising, right. the spaghetti dinners, and all those things that you do to to generate funding uh, to be able to do this. And so two and a half years ago, in November, uh, we opened our doors um, to um, two women at the time. We have a capacity for eight. Um, And the first resident was a young woman I met when she was homeless Mm -hmm. and a college dropout. Uh, had a lot of potential. I could see that because she'd finished three years of college. But like a lot of young women, um, without guidance, without a church, because she was unchurched, um, without any family in the area, um, she made a bad decision. Mm -hmm. And some of those bad decisions led to her losing everything. Wow. Uh, She didn't have a job. um, And most... Critically, she didn't have any hope. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she wasn't in college at this point. No, she oh. was not. She was ready to just give up. Mm. Um, uh, I was doing pastoral counseling at the time. And um, so I persuaded her to come and be our first resident. Wow. So um, here's how God transforms a life. Okay. From that description I gave you, and incidentally, she was orphaned at the age of four oh, my. as well. So she really had no resources. But but yet she had gone to college. Yes. That, that's amazing. That is yeah. amazing. She was determined. Oh. She had she had all of the potential, hmm. just none of the resources and none of the support system right. that, oh, absolutely. that we yeah. take for granted, yeah. uh, really. Uh, so two and a half years after residing at Wisdom's Wellspring, she was assigned a mentor, a mature Christian woman, um, who was willing to give two years of her life to walk with this young lady and help her make holy and wholesome choices mm-hmm. for herself, learn about household budgeting and, and all the things that, right, that, right. that you need to know in, in order to live a, um, a productive life. Um, she... Uh, finished her college studies, graduated, uh, got a professional job and was promoted in that professional job, bought her first car and paid it off. Wow. And uh, found a church home. (laughs) And so this young woman, and incidentally, we ask each one of our residents to choose a bed name when they come to live at Wisdom's Wellspring. And this young lady chose the name Hope. Huh. It was very interesting to me because she, now, did you did you see a, a bed name? Yeah, a bed name. Like B E D. B E D. A name for your bed, a name for your space. Oh, okay. Yes. I said I get yes. it now. So she put a little sticker on the. Yes. I got it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, I should have explained that. <laughs> um, so she chose the name Hope, and okay. uh, it was interesting because this is a young woman who was. 
truly hopeless. Sure. <laughs> um, and so the, the, the thing is, God is the faithful one. Right. Because God was faithful to restore her hope. Mm-hmm. And so now she, she is on her own, and uh, we're just so proud of wow. what she's accomplished. But more importantly, it's a story of how God provides. Right. And hope is what she needed. Hope I mean, is that, what she and, needed. And, of course, for her to express that, putting it on her sticker on the it, bed, exactly. speaks volumes in itself. That Ab- that's, absolutely. This is what she needed. Now, let's back up a little bit here, uh, because this obviously is your passion. Mm-hmm. But now, has it always been your passion? I mean, if, if, you, if you look back, say, Ten years ago, was this on the radar for you? Not so. So, so how did at all. how did this come about? Um, well, about ten years ago, um, in fact, a little over ten years ago, I ha- I ha- was a career HR professional. Okay, I spent over twenty years um, in the both the public and private sectors um, in the HR business, so okay. to speak, and uh, God was calling me to ministry and like so many people who've been called you wonder is this really god speaking to me or is this my imagination uh so we just just want to be sure right i'm a stubborn old mule and i and i argued with the lord and wrestled for two years um and then god revealed to me in a very unmistakable way because i asked for it Mm -hmm. i asked i said lord i need to know if this is really of you that i'm really being called to ministry um because i thought well i'm female i'm old <laughs> and uh what what does god want with me uh-huh. um but uh our, a pastor of a church i was attending at the time um called me aside and said to me this is not the right time or place for us to talk but we do need to talk because god's revealed to me you're being called to ordain ministry so I knew unmistakably that it had to be the Lord because I, had, I hadn't shared that. You hadn't expressed this I to had anybody. not shared that thought, that prayer with anyone, even my husband, who my huh. adore. Um, so that led me to step out in faith, retire early uh, from the state of Florida, um, and trust that God would provide for what I needed, went to seminary, and still struggled with, well, what is my ministry? Mm-hmm. And so Wisdom's Wellspring came about because during this time of being in seminary, I was also serving on the board of directors for a food bank and thrift store in Havana, Florida. Can I say the name? Sure. It's Community Cares. It's a wonderful ministry. We need to get them on the radio here. <laughs> yes, you do, because they do great work. Huh? Um, and there, the, one day while I was there, I was praying with and counseling with a young girl who was only 17 hmm. who came there for food. And this girl shared with me uh, that she and her brother were without adult supervision. Uh, their grandmother had been a part of their life, but uh, it was their her house that they were living in. But the grandmother was deceased. Hmm. So wow. this this child and her brother had no adult supervision, and as I spoke with her, you know, she shared with me that she was in school, that she was on the honor roll in school, um, and that other you know people in the family, friends, were helping these two young people cobble together a survival existence. But this kid had a dream; hmm. she wanted to be a forensic pathologist. 
Wow. <laughs> and that, that's a big dream. That's a yeah. huge yeah. dream. But her circumstances were such that she might as well have been swimming against a tidal wave. Hmm. Uh, so the Lord laid this girl so heavy on my heart. And then as a result of me praying for that child, I received this word from the Lord. What if there was a place for a young woman like wow. that? And that's how Wisdom's Wellspring, the vision, came. Now, it's God's vision. Um, you know, I'm just an instrument in His hands, but um, God has provided people, volunteers, others who have believed in the vision, who've supported what we've been trying to do. And so this story of Wisdom's Wellspring is not just the story of a ministry. It's a story of how God is still in the miracle-making business. Oh, absolutely. But one of the things about it, though, is that you, you're, you're faithful to what God has called you to do, and I always commend that. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, I talk about this from time to time, mm-hmm. just being faithful to the dream mm-hmm. and, and allowing the Lord to leave. I, I refer to it just, you just follow the cloud yes. <laughs> as God would move. But what did those steps look like for you? Well, it started out with, um, as I said, educating myself about yeah. not-for-profits. I, I had served and volunteered, but I'd never really you know, been a part of mm-hmm. one in that way. Uh, so we did that. Then, let, let me just, before you start that, let's go back to the lady you met okay. there at Head of Anna at the, mm-hmm. at the food bank. She she so stirred your heart that that, that began the process of yes. God began to reveal to you what it was. But was there anything else that came along that that helped to firm that up? That, that, that you, this is what God's saying? Um, I, it was just a lot of prayer and encouragement from yeah. others that uh, as I would share the vision, they would say, that sounds wonderful or there's really a need for that. Right. Um, one of the conversations I had was with um, uh, a lady whose name is Marta Arrington. Marta was with Echo at the time, um, and I knew Marta. And uh, what Marta shared with me is that there are many very worthy organizations out there who are feeding people, clothing right, right. people, providing for a, a, a whole variety of needs. But there's really very little out there that are addressing why are people in these circumstances? Mm-hmm. Why is someone in need of housing? Why is someone in need of clothing or food? What brought them to that? And so uh, it was choices. Yes, <laughs> right. choices, but right. sometimes it's not even the person's choices. It's the choices of others True. True. Um, that bring them to uh, a life of poverty, mm-hmm. of being trapped in right. a circumstance. Part, part of a cycle. Exactly. That, that continues to, to come and to go and go and go because of family situations. Exactly. So we see this all the time. We see right? a generational right. cycle right. Of, of people who don't really understand right. what it means so, so your, to your have ministry, hope. You're able to step in here and break that cycle. Yes. Because of because you, you're you're preventative. Yes. <laughs> For lack of another word, I mean you're you're yes. preventative ministry. You're 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 getting them before they make the bad choices. Exactly. Right. Because um, the the women we serve are young women 
who don't have family ties yet, Mm -hmm. um, they certainly are at high risk for making decisions based on desperation, Mm -hmm. but they haven't gone there yet. They have not yet completely given up, so to speak. Um, So they still have a hope and a dream. Um, And so what we offer them is a safe place to be, first and foremost, uh, a place where they can connect with education and training, employment, um, and you know, be assigned a mentor to help them make those holy and wholesome choices right, for right. their life, um, so that they get everything they need. But first and foremost, we offer them a foundation in Christ, mm-hmm. because when you have a right relationship with the Lord, every other decision seems to take up its proper now, place. Now, when these girls or young ladies first come to you, mm-hmm. are you do you require them to be a Christian? No, no. we do not. Uh, even though I'm a, a Methodist minister, our ministry is ecumenical. We operate under the authority of the Florida Conference of the United Methodist Church, um, and I uh, am, am under the authority of a district superintendent and our bishop. Okay. Um, but our board is ecumenical in composition, and we are ecumenical in our spirit. You don't have to have any faith whatsoever. In fact, since we've been open, two of our former residents, they're no longer with us, both were baptized while they were at Wisdom's Wellspring. Okay. That alone uh, is, is worth everything right. that we have done. But, uh, for is is this that ministry. pretty typical? That, that through, through your influence and just being in the environment, I mean, it is, is it generally that you're able to help them to come to a, a, a saving knowledge of who Christ is? Well, it depends on the young lady. Some of the women who come already do know uh-huh. the Lord. Right. Um, some of them are what uh, I would call baby Christians. They right. really don't have a deep understanding of what right. it means right. to be a disciple of Christ. You know, they have a basic belief. Um, and others are like those two young women who really didn't know the Lord. Uh, so you know, we try to do. We try to model what Jesus does. Right. You know, God meets us where we are. <laughs> you know, He doesn't expect us to have our act together. <laughs> Just come. Right. And so that's what we do. Is we try to meet our residents wherever they are, and we offer them Christ. Right. But yes. I do, generally, though, I mean, if if a, if a young woman is going to come and stay at the say, uh, mm-hmm. two years in your program, I mean. And, they could do that and never come to the Lord. That's a possibility, okay. but but it's rare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because again of positive influence, absolutely, and, and living Christ before them. Mm-hmm. But and and that's that's a good thing. But mm-hmm. but what you're saying is that no, that's not a requirement to become a to be yeah. here. No. Okay. So what what is it that would in other words? How would you come to the place where you would would first meet this young woman, and then how does it come about that they become a resident in your your house? Well, Jack, that's an interesting question <laughs> because I, it's one I get all the time. And when we first started this ministry, uh, our board said, "Well, where are the where are the residents going to come from?" And I I met with the foster care program, and I met with churches and schools, and told them about what we're offering. But the interesting thing is, is God has sent every one of the women who huh. come to Wisdom's Wellspring. Um, it's 
typically typically been through word of mouth that someone has heard about our program. Mm-hmm. Um, now, our ministry is registered with 211, which is a great resource for all kinds of, you know, services out there uh, to the community. Uh, and sometimes I will get a call from someone who is just looking for emergency shelter. Um, that is a small component of what we do. And the reason for that is before we ever opened our doors, I would get calls from uh, the police department and other places that heard about the name Mm -hmm. but didn't really know what we were and would say, I I need a place for someone for just a night or for two nights or whatever. So our board made a decision to establish what we call a Matthew 25 bed. You know, Matthew 25 is a scripture that Jesus is talking with his disciples. And part of that scripture says, Jesus told them, for I was a stranger Mm -hmm. and you let me in. Of course, the disciples said, when do we ever see you, you know, hungry or whatever? Um, And Jesus said, whatever you did for the least of these, you did for me. So because of that scripture, we have a bed that's separate from our dormitory area but is available for an emergency situation so i get calls from people like that uh, but that's how our residents have come now we do that's a short period i mean it's a short period up to one week okay uh but we have a selection process because we're investing in a young woman's life and what we're looking for is a commitment from that young woman mm-hmm. we're looking for some evidence already that this is someone who wants um what wisdom's wellspring has to offer and is willing to work um to realize whatever her goals mm-hmm. um, happen and, to and be. i would imagine you have house rules Oh yes, and, and they and they have to be willing. I mean, I'm sure you oh, go yes. over those rules very thorough. Yeah, and there's so, a curfew, and of right. course, you know, there's just a whole host. And, and of, that would probably be one of the reasons whether they for them decide whether that they want to do this or not. Exactly, because as well, there's rules. Right. And, and, if you're 19 years old, you may not want right. to be and, and in the bed at 11 o'clock every <laughs> night. Exactly but right. if you're going to be a wisdom's wellspring, yeah, that's and, and the thing part about of what it is, you got to do. Some of the directions in their lives that have caused them to make some bad decisions probably had something to do with not wanting to follow rules. So, exactly. So now you're fixed to sign up for yeah. some rules here. Yeah. But that's part of it. Right. And we have a resident director. Uh, Wisdom's Wellspring, incidentally, has no paid staff. We do everything that we do with volunteers. Wow. Um, and uh, our resident director is a young woman who's a graduate student at FSU pursuing two master's degrees at the same time. Wow. Uh, she uh, came out of the foster care system herself, um, but she has a, har- a heart for the Lord, and she is a very powerful role model for our residents. So we we help her by giving her a place to live and provide her food. And then, in turn, she she runs the house, wow. and she makes sure that you know chores are done, that things are maintained, that uh, the the women uh, resolve their conflicts in a peaceful way, 
uh, that she does all that, of that. That's a huge job. Though. It's a huge job. <laughs> I yeah, just, I can just it, imagine. It is huge. Been a bit peacekeeper. <laughs> it, exactly. <laughs> I would imagine that. Yeah. I imagine that does have its challenges along sure, the way. Sure, you get that many women right. living in close quarters, you're going to have issues. <laughs> Let me tell my radio audience here: that you're listening to the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I am Pastor Jack King. I, I'm the guy you get every Sunday morning, and I enjoy this immensely. Alice Palmer is my guest today. Wisdom Wellspring is a ministry, and uh, I just love to hear passion, and that's one of the things that uh, why I enjoy doing this show so much, because I get to listen to people who hear from God, they they have a vision, and then they just, they just let God lead. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show here on WTSM 97.9 on your radio dial, and I hope that you'll make... Note of that, and join me every Sunday morning from 7 to 8. We talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive, and well. I want to invite you to church this morning. I'm the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry. We're at 720 Capital Circle Northeast. You can check us out on the web, frcm.us. We start at 1105. We love having visitors at Freedom Road. Come and see us. Also, if you like gospel music, like you just heard, I do the Saturday Night Gospel Sing over at Wave 94 on Saturday nights at 7 o'clock. Join me. and We play good southern gospel music for a full hour and a little commentary and a little preaching going on there. We just have a good time. And also, I always like to mention my good friends Robin and Jim, AAA Constant Comfort. They've been helping me do this show from the very, very beginning. They do heating and air conditioning, and they're, they're excellent at it. And I like to always mention them, 893-9566. Sister Alice Palmer, <laughs> Wisdom Wellspring is the name of the ministry. We've been hearing all about it here. It's exciting. I, I just love passion, and I love it when God God gives somebody a dream, and then they just step out. Because I, I have this expression I, I say a lot of times. I say, how do you launch a dream? I say, well, you just put one foot in front of the other, and you just follow God. But you've got to be sensitive to the moving of God, and, and you've you've expressed this already as we've been talking here this morning that sometimes we want to get out of God's will. We want to we want to take it on to ourselves, and and we just can't do that. You got to listen. You got to be patient. <laughs> oh, that that patient thing that's rough. And <laughs> Indeed. But now, what if somebody wanted to help you? Somebody just wanted to get involved in some way. How could people help you? Jack, thank you for that question. Um, uh, I do want to um, give people the opportunity um, to be a part of Wisdom's Wellspring. But if it's okay with you, I was listening to that song about being thankful for the miracles. Mm-hmm. And I love the Lord. And I, I just have to sing God's praises and tell just one miracle story Wonderful. about Wisdom's we Wellspring. Love if that's okay. those kind of stories. Um, so here's the miracle story. Uh, it it was a, a t- point in time where Wisdom's Wellspring had accumulated $12,000 in our treasury. That's what we had. And we had no residential facility. And we realized that $12,000 was not enough to really get much of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our board of directors and I were kind of in this dark night of the soul. When um, God came through for us, um, we realized that we had not trusted God completely for what we needed. Um, and I personally 
as I shared with you, had kind of taken ownership of God's mm-hmm. vision, and God reminded me it wasn't mine, it was his. Uh, so when I came to that realization, and our board did as well, that we we were not really trusting in the Lord, things began to happen. Um, and we had an opportunity for a residential facility, a former parsonage that a church owned. Uh, but the thing was, it was going to cost a good deal of money to renovate it, and the church didn't have the money to do that. So we got an estimate of $16,000 mm. to renovate this old parsonage. Mind you, we had twelve, But we stepped out in faith and said, Okay, Lord, we know that you'll provide for what we need. Several months later, as we were renovating this old house, and anybody's renovated a house, you fix one thing and then you find five others that yes, you I'm didn't know were broken. Very keenly aware. Of that. Exactly. <laughs> so we we got down to um, almost being ready to open. We had spent twenty two thousand oh, dollars. Now, don't ask me where it came from. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, it came. I am curious. So. And then um, the city of Tallahassee is wonderful. Um, they do a great job um, in protecting the citizens, and one of the things that they require is fire suppression equipment. Uh-huh. Um, and so we uh, didn't realize what we really had to have in that house, but the bottom line is that it was going to cost an additional $10,000. And you've already spent twenty two. And we've spent twenty two, <laughs> and we didn't have it. So I was ready to take a second mortgage out on my house, and here's where the miracle comes in. Wow. Um, Unbeknownst to each other, two different people, one of whom lives out of state, and another whose name I do not know and will never know, uh, each sent a check for $5,000, exactly what we needed to pay for that fire equipment. And so with those gifts, we were able to open our facility in November. And then I want to say that we ended the year with $9,000. That's what we had (laughs) to operate for. Okay, let me me say I'm terrible at math here. (laughs) You got $12,000, and then then you're up to $22,000. Then you need another $10,000, and you... Did all of that, paid for all that, and still ended up with $9,000. Yes. Wow. It's a <laughs> true serve story a of you know, the loaves and fishes. It is a miracle story. And you know, w- without that faith, um, without God, it wouldn't have happened. Wow. And we continue to operate Wisdom's Wellspring in that way. We don't have any federal funding, state funding, local funding, grant funding, because we don't really think fit a category that most of those funding sources will will support. So we depend on the Lord, first and foremost, and we depend on the generosity of others, which that brings me to your question, how can people help? Well, first and foremost, what has undergirded this ministry from the very beginning is prayer. Amen. Now, my sweet mother-in-law, she's with the Lord now, was in her 90s, and she said to me, she was living with us, and she said to me one night, she said, I just don't know why the Lord's keeping me here. I am of no use to anybody. And I said, that is not true. 
every night I hear you praying. Prayer matters. Yes. So if you can't do anything else, if you're that 90-year-old lady in your house and you live on a fixed income, we covet your prayers, ma'am. So that's first and foremost. And if you're 90 years old and you've been serving the Lord all your life, (laughs) I I want you to pray for me. (laughs) Amen to that. Um, But we're always looking for volunteers. We operate this ministry with volunteers. Now, what would a volunteer do? Well, for one example, we're always looking for mature Christian women who are willing to give a couple of years of their life um, to help a young, a young woman learn to make holy and wholesome choices for herself. So our mentors um, agree to meet with a resident on a regular basis. We encourage a weekly meeting. It doesn't have to be face-to-face. It can be on the phone. But that regular contact um, so that as she's making difficult choices or just trying to navigate the world, mm-hmm. Uh, with someone who maybe doesn't has never opened a bank account is clueless doesn't have a parent to help them go apply for um, lively or TCC to help them navigate those waters. So this is almost kind of like an adoption program in, in, in a, a way. In a way, yeah. except they're adults, you right, know. Right. Uh, but what I've learned is a lot of young people are very clueless when it comes to some of the basics. Uh, my, my, a question just came to my mind as you were talking about that. Uh, Okay, let's say you had somebody who, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to mentor this new young lady that's mm-hmm. coming into the program. This is a woman mm-hmm. who's going to mentor. And then she starts giving advice. And then what if it doesn't quite fit with the, the house mother and you, as, as you are trying to mentor as well? Do you coordinate that some way or another? We are a team, okay. yes. Um, the resident director, we have an operations director um, and our mentor. Uh, and myself, we all work together. I'm the spiritual um, uh, director as well as the executive director. Uh, so we we all operate from the same rule book, so to speak. We have a pro- program handbook, a resident handbook. So we all know the same basics. Um, we give our mentors training so that they know what's what's okay and what's not okay um, in terms of advice uh, with spiritual matters or life matters or whatever. And we encourage good communication between all of us okay. so that we're all on the same page. But that would be very important. I would oh, think, it's, yeah. it's very critical, indeed. Now, have you been able to to have mentors for every woman who's right, come to the program? Right now, we are in, in the need of two mentors Um, so if you are give give us a little profile of of that person that you would be looking for as a mentor well we want someone who is a mature Christian we're an unabashedly Christian organization now we don't no bones about it no bones about (laughs) it we don't require our residents to be a Christian to come be a resident but we're going to offer them Christ while they're there so what we're looking for is someone who knows the Lord who is not just a believer, but a disciple. That means okay. that you're living the life. Okay. Um, and that uh, you are, are willing to um, be an encourager, um, to be a listener, to have some fun with uh, your mentee, okay. um, to uh, walk with them when they're crying and when with their, celebrate with them when they're uh, achieving some success and holding them accountable 
when when they mess up. Yeah. Um, so it just requires somebody kind of, who's... Kind of like a mom in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a mom, a big yeah. sister, an aunt. Yeah. Now, you, know? now you would require a, a women because you're, cause you're dealing yes, with women. Yes. You wouldn't, wouldn't have a man. No, no that, but that's in the future, Jack, Okay, because <laughs> this, this ministry does have a vision for... A similar facility for young men. Okay. That's in our five years. That, that's that's plan. coming down the road. Yes, right? it is. Uh, so if you're, yeah. you know, uh, a woman who um, would like to do that, just get in touch with me. Uh, we have a website. Okay, go ahead and give um, us that. That website is wisdomswellspring.org. Okay. It's wisdom with an S on the end, no apostrophe, and wellspring is uh, no S on the end. So wisdomswellspring, all one word, dot org. Dot org, okay. Dot org. So wisdoms with an S on the end mm-hmm. of the wisdom mm-hmm. and no, no S on the wellspring. Right. Okay. Yeah, Jesus Dot is org. the wellspring of all wisdom. That's right. So. It's like the revelation. There's only one. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yes. So it's wisdomswellspring.org. Correct. So somebody can go there, and I'm sure it'll be a lot of information, how to get in touch with you and that yes. type of thing. And also, I would imagine... Do you have PayPal on there if somebody wants to make a donation? Yes, um, you can. We have a special category of donor that we just love. Um, Proverbs 31 describes a woman of noble character. And if you read Proverbs 31, this, it's... um, it's the uh, a, a woman of God right. with wonderful character traits. Uh, I don't know of many women who possess all of them. Uh, <laughs> it's, but it's, it's pretty high standards. It, yeah. Very high standards. <laughs> but it, it is those character traits that we're trying to develop in our residents. So a Proverbs 31 donor is someone who's willing to donate $31 a month. Okay. That's about a dollar a day. Right. Um, and so if someone wants to do that, they can certainly um, contact me, um, and we'll, we'll make that possible. You can do it by check. You can do it by PayPal. Or um, some of our Proverbs 31 donors just have it through electronic funds transfer. Just, just automatically does yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Now, I, I will tell you our biggest need right now, um, like any organization, um, you know, money and time are what you need uh, to do the Lord's work. Um, and we are looking for someone who is an experienced marketing or development director. Okay. The thing is, you know, we don't have a lot of money. Right. So there might be somebody out there who um, is looking for an opportunity to give back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's part of your business anyway. And this might be your way of tithing. Um, or it might be that you're retired and you're a little bit bored and it's what you did at one time, but <laughs> yeah. you don't really want the, you don't want the full right. time, right. Right. but you know, you, you might be, we might be the kind of organization that would be just the right size. And, and for this you. person's responsibility would, would be able to help you with the fundraising exactly. aspect of it. To Actually, be able to, we don't have any yeah. expertise on our board mm-hmm. of directors like that right, right. now. So that would be a tremendous gift for us. Um, and then, you know, we're always looking for, you know, other kinds of volunteers. If you um, just like to do, you know, business work, um, you're an attorney. Well, we don't have an attorney to advise us. We don't always have a need for an attorney, but sometimes, right, our, sometimes right. our residents do. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, they they have legal issues like so many of us, and and we don't know how to help them. Also, um, if you are in the counseling business, um, oh, yeah. you know, uh, we we are looking for individuals who have that professional expertise. Uh, sometimes we uh, have a, a resident who's got a troubled childhood or maybe an issue that is really something that they're not comfortable talking with one of our team or their mentor, and they just need that professional um, experience uh, to help them Mm -hmm. navigate through dealing with um, uh, an emotional issue. Uh, And so preferably it would be a Christian counselor, but um, but somebody who has that expertise, we would love to have that volunteer. Who does the cooking? Each each resident does their own cooking. Oh. Um, so many of our, the residents we have right now, all but one of them are working and in school. Okay. And so they have varied schedules. So what just, we do. So it makes it hard just to have a sit-down meal, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Now, our resident director tries to make that happen on Sunday afternoons. Um, and I've been doing some cooking lessons for the women. So uh, if it's going to happen, it usually happens on a Sunday. Well, that's, Sunday that's what I was where I was going with this is yeah. that there may be somebody out there that that you just like to cook. Yes, and, and, uh, you absolutely. Can go. And uh, I, uh, there was a ministry I had on the show here not too long mm-hmm. ago, and, and we came up with this this idea mm-hmm. that that like I said, if a church, you know, maybe a small church mm-hmm. or whatever. And you say, well, okay, we'll take a Sunday because mm-hmm. you want to do it once mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. We'll go and we'll provide that meal. Mm-hmm. And how many people would that be? About? Um, there's seven right now. Seven we have a capacity people. for eight. Okay. Um, so if you figure ten people, mm-hmm. that way you cover your whatever sure. staff who might be sure. there. And mm-hmm. and I because I, I, I you know, I've lived in the South for a long time. <laughs> I know there's a lot of great cooks out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, boy, they could they could just put together mm-hmm. something to just make your mouth water mm-hmm. and, and uh, just be a blessing and probably right. enjoy doing it. I imagine. Right. Yeah. And if you just like to share what you know. Uh, maybe you don't want a mentor, but maybe you know all about time management, or mm-hmm. you know how to put together a household budget, um, or you know about conflict resolution. Um, these are all life skills that right, right. Our, our, our ladies need to know. If you are a dietitian and you know all about nutrition and you want to help our residents know how to uh, have a healthy body, a healthy mind, healthy relationships, um, all of those things are, are those skills and those things that we want to help our residents learn. So these are all things that people could volunteer. Absolutely. And give some of their time to be able to, to help right. these, these young women to be able to have a better quality of life. Right. And I think those are all great things. Mm-hmm. And I would not be surprised if there's not people out there in radio land that <laughs> has all of those skills mm-hmm. that could just come and, and volunteer and be a part of it. I think that those are great things. And, and, uh, yeah. and there are times when people... In other words, somebody's listening to this broadcast, and, and maybe they listened last week mm-hmm. or looked for that, and, and that particular ministry didn't didn't really strike them, mm-hmm. but this one might. Mm-hmm. It, it might be just just the right people that hears this. Uh, here's an opportunity for me to serve, and I do find that there are people who are looking for things to do, sure. uh, and opportunities to be able to serve in some sure. way or another. And you mentioned people who are retired. 
Because a lot of times when people get to that stage in their life and all of a sudden they realize that, you know, this sitting around a house thing is what I thought it was going to be. There's only so many rounds of golf you can play. <laughs> or whatever, you know. I mean, so much television to watch exactly. or whatever. And, exactly. Uh, and sometimes people are just looking for a place mm-hmm. to be able to fit into mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. And it'll, it'll help to keep you vital. Yes. And, uh, boy, being able to be out among people again. Especially young people. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. because a lot of times what happens is that somebody – they they were going to work every day and they had they had social interaction mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden nobody mm-hmm. and then that's that's a to me that would be rough yeah and <laughs> so. if you're if you're just a party animal you know <laughs> I, I I I do believe Jesus was a party animal you think so oh I think he was he loved a good party uh, so if you like to plan parties uh-huh. you know oh um, I see yeah okay. yeah we we'd welcome that yeah, kind Christmas of a volunteer and too and, absolutely and all of those things yeah too. so many opportunities to serve yes. Now, along with that, if somebody wanted to send you a donation, they could do that too. And you yes, mentioned that we can. do have PayPal. Wisdoms, W I S D O M, with an S on the end, Wellspring, no S, and dot org. Correct. You got it, Jack. <laughs> I got that. So you could go there yeah. and, and uh, contact uh, the people there, Sister Alice, contact her and say, hey, this is, I got an idea. Mm-hmm. And maybe that idea that God just gave you as you listen to this broadcast is just what they need there. And if if the Lord put it on your heart, you heard that word, young men, mm-hmm. and that's where the Lord is speaking to you, get in touch with us because that is on our radar. And we, you know, we want to offer this same kind of ministry to young men. Wow. But, Jack, the, the Lord's given me a word I've, I feel compelled to say here. Um, I I think there might be somebody who's going to listen to this program who God has given them a vision. It might be completely different from what we've been talking about here today. And you're wondering, should I do this? I just want to tell you, step out in faith. Amen. Um, If the Lord is leading you, the Lord is the one that's going to be faithful to guide you and to make the vision that God gives you become a reality. Amen. So, um, and it might not be a big thing. It might even be just a small thing. But whatever it is that God is leading you, I give you this word of encouragement to go for it. Right. What I think about it is, it's just it's just what we've talked about already here on the, on the show. Here is that you uh, were faithful when God spoke to you. You were just faithful to do what God's called you to do. And this, and this is why we are where we are. But you responded to that. And the fact that you responded to it is what's important. You just mentioned there may be somebody else that maybe God's saying something to you and you have not done it because you – all the typical questions, well, I, I don't I – don't, you, you, you said you were too old. I don't agree with that. But, you know, uh, but all, those, all those reasons why we come up, why we can't do whatever it is. And and I find none of that to be valid if if it truly is the voice of God. If God truly is speaking, you just step out and let God lead the way because he has the path. And, yes. and when, when we try to make the path, we'll just make a mess out of it. Amen to that. He has path. But one thing that I always say this, I said, whenever you step out and do what God's called you to do, you will find that it's more fun than you ever thought it could be. Oh, that, that <laughs> Even with so all the true. challenges. Absolutely, you find it's it's just it's 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 just great. I mean, it's 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 a fun yeah. thing because you know you're you're in the center of God's will. You're hearing the voice of God. 
you have that peace that's leading you. Mm-hmm. It's like a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. You know, it's scary. And you wonder, are you going to survive? Uh, but the, there's the thrill right. of soaring high and just... <laughs> I love that. Yes, yes. And then there's always that time when God may come back to you like he did with you and say, now, wait a minute here, whose ministry is this? Mm-hmm. Who's, whose vision is this? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Him whom he loveth. You know how that goes. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Absolutely. Okay. Do you have a story? I mean, you've already mentioned one young mm-hmm. woman, that, mm-hmm. the, and she was the first one that came. Yes, in. I'll tell you about a few others. Yes, I told let's you about, hear some stories. Told you we, got a, we, we got about four minutes left. Okay, um, I'll tell you about another one of our residents. Okay. Um, I served as the pastor to Lake Jackson United Methodist Church for two years, and that wonderful little church has a food program. Okay. It is a once a month food distribution that they do on a Saturday. And this young woman came there for food, um, and I learned that she was an FSU student living in her car. Oh, my. <laughs> um, so when I talked with her, I learned that that's not really all that uncommon. Um, there are more than one student at FSU, FAMU, and TCC who are so determined to get their education that they're willing to live in their cars to do it. Um, and this was one such young woman. So she became a resident. Well, she, you know, we, we have the young woman I told you about who finished her college education. This young woman is on track to become a registered nurse. Oh, how about that? Yes. Uh, so that's one story. We have another resident who is one of, I'm trying to remember whether it's 22 or 24 children. Now that's a big family. Wow. That's a big family. <laughs> yes, it is. And she just finished graduate school to become a physical therapist. Wow. And, you know, it's because of living at Wisdom's Wellspring. She had some financial aid, but financial aid doesn't always huh. cut everything. Uh, so there is another one of our wonderful young women that are fulfilling their potential. So you're really encouraging the the education aspect. Absolutely, of you, for them to go ahead and, and go on to school. Absolutely, on that type whether of thing. it's um, whether it's just your GED. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a young resident who just graduated from high school. Now she had lost a year, you know, had lots of circumstances that, you know, um, meant that she lost a year. And so she was graduating high school at age 19. Um, but she's graduated high school. She's planning to go to TCC in the fall. She wants to go in the military. Um, wow. yeah, so, and this is a young, young person who, who's, father passed away in December and whose um, life has been, you know, living with this relative, that relative, sleeping on a friend's couch. Mm. Um, that so now she thing. has some stability. Now she has to be some able to be stability, in, exactly. In, in Wisdom's Wellspring. Right. Wonderful. And, and she's one of those young women that needs a mentor right now. Okay, let's make sure people know how to get in contact with you. Okay. It's Wisdom's, Wisdom's. Wellspring. Correct. Dot org. Dot org. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and I'm you, happy to give my phone number. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. If you want to, to get more information, you're not a tech savvy person, don't want to go to the computer website, then just call me. My number is 850-294-6932. Okay. That's 
888-627-6932. And her name is uh, Reverend mm-hmm. Alice Palmer. Yes. And that's, that's who you'd be calling when you when you call that number. And she's she's here ready to minister to you and serve. And, and uh, there are some spaces left in the house. We have uh, one vacant one bed vacant at bed. the moment. Okay. Yes. Wow. This has been fun. I've heard a lot and, and enjoy it. Of course, we always uh, close the broadcast out with prayer. Father God, we do thank you for this ministry. And I thank you, Father, for, for your hand of God in this whole thing, as we've heard all about it here this morning. Lord, I just thank you for what you've done. And I thank you, Father, for those you have sent to help make this dream and vision possible. Lord, I pray for those who have listened today. Lord, if there be one who has need, God, I pray they'd make that call. And Father God, we pray for your kingdom that would grow and expand. We thank you, Lord, for miracles that only God can do. We pray over our city. We pray over peace in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And Lord, these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Sister Alice, it's been great to have you on the show. Jack, thank you so much. And while you were praying, I was praying for your ministry as well. May God God continue to favor what you're doing. Indeed. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.